Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with John Rubino talking about successful total cash compensation programs, big terminology, and what the heck does this all mean? Before we jump in to let John share all our, his knowledge again, JC here has some stats for us. Hey, appreciate it very much, Wendy. And by the way, John making his way around to 109 countries around the world. I can tell you right now that could be a podcast in and of itself. So in regards to compensation, according to Sherm, 90% of employers want to make wage adjustments twice a year rather than once a year. In 2023, the average total pay increase is expected to be 4.6%. Most companies provide an annual raise of 3% to their staff, and most companies provide an annual raise of 3% to the people they want to try to keep around, right? So look, as of January 2023, the year-over-year inflation rate of the U.S. was around 6.4%. The apparent approach is to request a 6.5% pay increase to at least keep up with inflation. But experts warn that it's not necessarily the greatest option. Curious on your thoughts in regards to that, John, as we head into our second episode. Wendy and John, back to you. I'm going to hand this right over to John. I'm sure wow. he's, he's sitting there biting at the bit there saying, I got, I've got information on this. You got, you got that right, JC. You hit the nail on the head. And again, just based on our last segment, that's another of the hundred reasons why companies are moving towards a variable environment. You know, no one ever said it's a God-given right that all employees must be made whole relative to inflation. Now, I do work in other countries around the world where governments do mandate inflationary increases. The United States is not one of them. But I find that companies that have a comprehensive and structured variable plan where employees have an opportunity to make substantial amounts of money in lump sum, believe it or not, they actually concentrate less or are less obsessive about what their base pay is and what their percent increase in base pay is every year. But let me say one other thing, because I know, Wendy, you have other burning questions. (laughs) When we talk about variable pay, it's not just a matter of designing a variable program and throwing it on the organization and praying that it works. Variable pay is cultural change in an organization. There's a very different message in variability than in base pay increases. The message of variability is, what have you done for me lately? I don't care what you did for me last month, last year. I paid you for that already. I'm not going to pay you for your wisdom. I'm not going to pay you for knowing where all the bodies are buried in the company. (laughs) I am only going to pay you for adding value to the organization today, tomorrow, next month, and next year. And we have to be brutally honest when we analyze the cultures of companies. And I do this all the time before I design anything is the company culturally ready for that quote unquote brutal message of variability 
Right. That's, that was one of my questions that I was going to be. I was immediately thinking about employee relations and culture. And, you know, for our listeners, don't go diving into this by yourself. Make sure you get an expert by your side, someone like John Rubino. And John, don't you have a couple books out that can help them as well? Well, yes, I do. And you can get these on Google Books and in Amazon. I have a book on structuralizing your compensation plans. And I do talk about base pay development as well as variable pay. And I also have a book on effectively communicating total rewards and compensation to employees. Because I'm sure, Wendy and JC, you would agree, you can't motivate employees to do anything unless they understand the logic and the methodology of why they're getting paid. Right, right, exactly. And so I want to talk a little bit about, you know, um, like job evaluation and even in market market pricing. So um, where do you start? Where Obviously, we start by calling you, right? But besides that, where do you start of saying, okay, is this job X, whatever this job is, is this job appropriate for variable pay? Or, John, in your opinion, is every job, um, you know, within the laws and the overtime laws and all of that, is yep. every job appropriate for variable pay? What are your thoughts on that? Every single job in an organization can be eligible to put be put in the variable environment without question. I've done it. I must have designed over 300 different types of variable pay systems all around the world for a variety of companies. In fact, I have a template that I use where you can include all of your employees. The key is when you design variable pay, you have to have two objectives. Number one is you create what we call an esprit de corps in the organization. We are all in this big boat together. We are all going to be evaluated on the same general mega performance criteria. Number two, we have to create what's called direct line of sight, meaning that I'm going to establish performance measures, Wendy, for you that you have control over. That's the only way I'm going to motivate your performance. So using these two criteria, I have models and templates that I develop that balance out both of those two very important objectives by building in the weights that we would put on a corporate measure, a department measure, and an individual measure. So briefly, if you're a senior officer in the company, 80% of what you get in variable pay is based on the accomplishments of organizational-wide goals. Direct line of sight is built in. If you're a support person, 80% of whatever your target payout is going to be is going to be based on your own personal objectives and goals but you're still going to share 10 percent for the accomplishment of department goals and 10 percent for the accomplishment of organizational goals so using this template you can include every employee one other comment on that what i hear from my ceos all the time is well you know our support people i can't really determine whether they're successful in their job or not And I always scratch my head when I hear comments like that. My retort is, if you can't assess whether an employee is successful or not, why does that job exist? 
just a bomb <laughs> job. And they say, no, 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 we need that job. Well, if you need that job, then we need to analyze how people do that job successfully and on a mediocre level and how they fall down. The trouble is many of these metrics at the support level are qualitative in nature. They don't involve numbers. And you know, Wendy and JC, it is much more difficult to accurately evaluate a qualitative performance goal. And the way we try to get at that is have multi-rater feedback. If one person says something about you, it may or may not be true. But if 10 people say the same thing about you, odds are it is true. So managers have to be trained and disciplined to get input from others in the organization. So, So if that quote is accurate, then it must be true that Neil Diamond is the best singer ever. I've heard that from 10 people, I'm telling you. <laughs> yes, that's it. Well, that, that may be a subjective evaluation. There it is. It's still, it's still okay. All right, all right. Time out here, gentlemen. <laughs> this actually brings us right into the next topic I want to talk about, which is uh, performance-based pay. So we will get back into this conversation, minus Neil Diamond, in a moment. <laughs> Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast. Brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.